0: On today's Court Vision, a professional basketball player, Jared Harrington, joins me to talk about his journey and going from D3 player to being entered into the G League Draft this Saturday. A lot of fun and a great interview with Jared. I also talk about the NBA opening tonight. Let's go. All right, today is Wednesday, October 24th, and I have a great interview for you guys today with professional basketball player Jared Harrington. But before the interview, I want to touch upon NBA opening night. Uh, first of all, basketball is back, so very exciting that we have basketball back, and we're also two weeks away from college basketball, so we're getting back into the full swing of things. We're out of the dog days of summer. Now we have basketball, football. Uh, I think we're back into a great, great things of happening in sports. Um, but let's start with the first game. So the first game was Toronto versus New Orleans. It was opening night. Toronto received the rings and they looked awesome. I definitely want one of those rings. They look so sweet. Uh, very good design, whoever designed them. So those were those were really cool rings to see them. And good congratulations to the Toronto Raptors on winning the NBA championship. Um, should be interesting to see who comes out this year as the winner. But they had an interesting, a great season last year. Um, no Kawhi this year, so it was interesting to see how well they were going to play out. Um, the game started out slow between both of the teams, but I was very impressed with um, how quickly the pace got picked up. New Orleans' uh, new additions definitely contributed and played really, really well. New Orleans moved the ball very extremely well around the court. Um, they looked like the Warriors almost, like the way they moved the ball, finding guys open, taking the better open shot. Uh, Brandon Ingram is definitely showing out in the absence of No Zion, and you know being able to play at his own pace and not to be in a Lakers team where it's LeBron dominant. And I think this is going to be a great year for him. JJ Redick looked great as always. I think that's an excellent addition for them and for that New Orleans Pelicans team. Um, you know, I think Lonzo Ball played pretty well. You know, considering his jump shot looks a lot different, he seems more confident with his jump shot. Too, so it was nice to see him play well, and you know, and then you know, I think they all played the new additions to that team, played really well. Um, but you know, we have to wait six to eight weeks to see Zions, but it's all right, it's we're you know, we're seeing a good Pelicans team, uh, come up, you know, come about, and I think this is going to be a good Pelicans team we're going to see in the near future for in the next three years. I actually think they're gonna almost have a 500 record this year, I think that's how well they're going to play. Uh Josh Hart also played well for the Pelicans too. So you know they they played well. Um, another thing I was impressed with Toronto, uh, with the you know the way Van Fleet and Siakam played today too as well. You know they both had thirty four points. Um, they they played really well. They're filling in for the, that role of you no know, Kawhi. You know, having they have Lowry too, so maybe those guys could help fit the role. Um, an interesting trend I'm also noticing with the league is we're going with a, two, a lot of 2 guard set. Um, you know, so I saw that and with you know the Pelicans starting lineup with Drew Holiday and Ball. Um, I saw it with the Raptors starting lineup with Van Fleet and Lowry. Very, very interesting how the NBA is starting to go with that two-guard set playing two point guards at once. Um, I think it's a good way to do it. I mean, especially if you're scoring point guard and one guy's a passing point guard works out well where a guy's a slasher and a guy that's a three-point shooter. So it's interesting. But, you know, the Toronto game started off really slow, and it picked up big time, and we got an overtime game, even though I was a little disappointed because I had to stay up a little bit later to watch the, the Lakers and the Clippers. Um, I'm, not, I'm still watching the game right now as we speak because we're at halftime. But speaking of that game, awesome game so far. These two teams are really going at it. It doesn't feel like a regular season game at all. Um, very impressed. You know, LeBron and Anthony are coming out and doing their own things. Um, but that Clippers team, man, they're deep as hell. I think their bench already has like 23 or 25 points. And Kawhi Leonard is, I'm going to say, the best player in the game. I He looks so smooth. He looks so calm. The jump shots that he's taking, everything that he's taking. He just had a second quarter where he had th- a 13-point quarter and the way he was playing is just unbelievable. I'm watching the highlights now. He looks friggin' amazing. Like, I don't know, but this game is intense, and I'm excited for the Christmas matchup because that's when we get the full rosters. I hope I hope of him Paul George coming back and um Rajan Rondo and Kuz, so it should be fun and you know, it should be uh a good good to see those guys all back with each other, but the Atmosphere is great in LA. It's fun to watch these two teams. So this is probably this is probably a playoff or a conference final matchup that we're going to see in the future. So this is very 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 exciting to watch. And you know the battle for LA has begun, and we'll see what happens after tonight. But I want to get into the interview with Jared Harrington. Awesome interview with Jared. We talk about his basketball journey, uh, growing up in the DC area, uh, playing against Oak Hill Academy in high school a major high school for those basketball fans that know that has produced players like Carmelo Anthony and Kevin Durant and Ty Lawson, um, you know, coming from the DC area playing it as a D three player, at Daniel Webster playing two years and then transferring over to Albany State and now becoming a good possibility to be entered in the G league draft uh, being drafted in the G league draft. So I'm excited for Jared. He was a lot of fun to talk to. He's a great guy. Um, great a lot of potential and I think we're going to be hearing his name in the NBA very soon so here's the interview with Jared. On today's core vision I welcome on Jared Harrington he's a professional basketball player how are you today Jared?
1: I'm well I'm well how are you thanks for having me.
0: Of course I'm doing really well I'm I'm excited to have you here I'm glad that we were able to connect and uh, make this happen. Yeah most definitely. Um, So Jared I gotta ask you know as a, as a basketball player, you know, we're going to talk about your career, but I want to know how did, at what age did you know basketball was your sport?
1: I, I knew basketball was my sport around the age of, I would say, eight. Um, my brother, he also played professional football, so I knew that that's not the route I wanted to take. I wanted to, you know, not be in his shadow, so okay. that's, that's probably the age where I really started to take it seriously.
0: That's cool. And your brother played professional football?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He he, he played in uh, Canada. He played a little stint in the NFL with the Chargers, and uh, he also played in Switzerland.
0: Wow, that's that's awesome. So your family's just yeah. all around, huh? <laughs> <laughs> most definitely. And my
1: aunt played in WNBA. She uh, went to the Olympics, won a national championship at ODU. So we definitely uh you know we breed athletes.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Wow, that's that's a hell of a hell of an athletic family you guys have. <laughs> most definitely. Uh, most definitely. Do. You- now, do you remember the, like the, you know, the first time you dunked on someone or dunked in a game?
1: <laughs> the first time I dunked in a game, it's funny because um, I didn't really start dunking until college. Really, um, I had a major growth spurt uh, my senior year, going into my freshman year of college, when I grew from about uh, six foot to about six three. So I didn't actually get my first in game dunk until my freshman year.
0: Wow, that's that's crazy. That's that's a huge growth. Spurt. Yeah. <laughs> I that's think bad, I, most definitely I stopped growing in like the eighth grade I was like five seven and I just stopped
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it's, it's a blessing it's a blessing because it, nobody in my family is over six five and I'm six five now so I mean it's a purpose behind it wow that's that. that's definitely there is some purpose behind it um mm-hmm. what was you know what was like your high school career like and like you know at what age did you kind of realize that you were Separating yourself from the competition in high school. Um,
1: my high school career started off a little shaky, to be honest. Um, you know, I, I went to. Uh, well, I'm from I'm from you know the Maryland D.C. area, so uh, we. I don't know if you're too familiar, but it's it's loaded, especially when it comes down to uh, you know, the sport of basketball. So, I went to uh, a night school at first, and then I transferred uh, to Capital Christian um, my senior year, uh, which is a national powerhouse. <laughs> And I really started to, you know, see see the separation. The 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 more I started to grow and the more I started to take my craft more seriously, um, I started getting recruitments from um, Boston College and um, Boston U, Quinnipiac and other schools in the Patriot League. And so I, I really started to just enhance my skills and, and just take it to the next level.
0: That's, that's awesome. And, like, what was it like playing for Capitol Hill like, and being part of that like that school, that's it was amazing. Nice. It, it it was it was really
1: amazing. Um, it was it was life changing because I'm I'm coming from a school where you know we, we we're playing against the best competition in the area, which is always great. But then I transferred to a school where we're playing against Oak Hills and our Saviors and and uh, national powerhouse schools like that. So uh, it really just made me just pay attention to, to way more little details.
0: Wow, that's crazy! So you played against Oak Hill, which is like like for those who don't know, Oak Hill is a powerhouse known for like high school players. They've had guys. Yes, as sir. As well. Yes, like, sir. Like yeah, like Carmelo would play there, right? Correct or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Carmelo, Kevin Durant, Ty Lawson, you know, a lot of guys from my area, especially uh, those, just name a few: uh, Quinn Cook, Nolan Smith. So they have a really good resume of uh, guys they sent to the league, and you know, have
0: successful careers. Did you play against any NBA guys when you're against them on Oak Hill or any big time player names that you can remember? Uh well, we played against Oak Hill. Who did we
1: we played against Dwayne Bacon. Uh, oh. uh, who else was on their team? It, it, they had a couple guys that uh you know had uh, pretty good careers. Um, I just can't think of them right offhand. Yeah, that yeah. was did back you, in 2015. Yeah. Did you go and, to work against those guys? I definitely did. I want. I came out to prove a point for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I came out to prove a point for sure.
0: That's awesome. And um, mm-hmm. so what, what was your recruiting process like? You said you had recruits from like BC and guys from the Patriot League. So what was that like?
1: Man, it it, it was exciting. Uh, I can look back on it, and I was like, I I, I was blessed. I was blessed. Um, although I didn't go straight D one, and I didn't go to a high major school coming out of uh, high school because of you know other reasons, I was definitely blessed to you know go on visits, take a lot of official visits. Um, you know, being around a lot of coaches that gave me a lot of good feedback and they just told me, you know, just stay focused. And so that's all I did. And, you know, cream always rises to the top.
0: That's, that's absolutely right. That's that's good. And that's, you know, that pays off for hard work for yourself. And, you know, that just proves the kind of person that you are to get to where you want to be in life. Um, Most definitely. And what made you and you ended up going to Daniel Webster, correct?
1: I ended up going to Daniel Webster College, a uh, D3 school in New Hampshire.
0: Yes, yes. I've heard of it before. And how, you know, how was that first season there as a freshman? And then uh, what was the decision to make you transfer?
1: Uh, the first season there was actually, it was it was life changing. You know, I'm coming from the D.C. Maryland area. So uh, coming all the way up there, that was about 10 hours from my house. So it was just something new, but it was something I also needed. You know, it grew me up. Um, I was able to be around a lot of good Good older guys, you know, I was the youngest one there and I was a starter from day one. So a lot of older guys were always riding me hard, always on me, just making sure because they seen the potential. And, you know, I was still growing and that's a blessing. I was still growing. So my coaches just told me, you know, you you have a chance to to really do some special things. You just got to, you know, stay focused and keep doing what you do best.
0: Um. That's So what was like you know like the culture change? Like you said, you're came from DC. I'm sure you go to New Hampshire. It's like the middle of nowhere. <laughs>
1: it's the middle of nowhere, man. I'm used to riding a train and you know seeing a lot of people. with fast paced. I go up to New Hampshire. It's really
0: slow, uh,
1: really cold, a lot of snow. So you know, it it just really makes you lock in and focus.
0: Yeah, I can say. I was gonna say that when there when there's that, you just you focus. I think that's primary. You just focus on basketball there because when it, at most, exactly it's cold up there in the winter, man. I've been up there a few times. It's cold, <laughs> man. It's unexplainable, man. Unexplainable.
1: <laughs> but definitely, shout out, shout out to New Hampshire, man. It changed my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And so, what? And what made you like? You know, what made you transfer? Like, is it you wanted to go to a bigger school or?
1: Uh, well, you know, I went to Daniel Webster my first two years, um, you know, under coach Donald Morris. Um, and, you know, he, he was a big time coach up there. He coming out of um, high school, you know, his recruiting pitch to me was that, you know, we're going to definitely make sure that we train you and we get you ready to to be a professional basketball player. So I, I didn't really care about the, the D1, D2, D3, I I A thing because, you know, I'm from, you know, D.C., Maryland. So I play against NBA guys, you know, D1 high major guys every day. Um, I already know what I can do so I just wanted to uh, go to a place where you know they wanted me at the end of the day and uh, I decided to transfer after my first two years because um, I got offered a, a, a full scholarship at Albany State University and also um, my mother she she loved the school so you know what mama says man he, <laughs> yeah.
0: you gotta follow it oh yeah absolutely <laughs> I that, definitely that's awesome so like so Albany State offers you um a full scholarship and what was what was the culture change there and what and they're division 2, right?
1: Mhm. The culture change there was was really um, you know, I would say the competition level was was definitely way steeper, way tougher. Uh, you know, I, I, Albany State is the biggest HBCU in Georgia. So, with that being said, it's just a lot more competition, a lot more fans, bigger crowds, a lot more exposure. So, you know, with all that taken into
0: consideration,
1: I mean, I just liked it a lot better.
0: That's and that, that's great. And is there any like games or anything that you remember like give a memorable moment while you were playing at Albany State and times that you were there?
1: Uh, my most memorable game, I would have to say, is Clark Atlanta. My first year, I got there. Um, I came off the bench. It was funny because I was usually a starter. But that, that particular game, uh, I had a bad week of practice. I, I wasn't locked in, and my coach benched me. And so uh, I came in off the bench, and then I gave them 28, 28, seven rebounds, four assists. And, you know, from that game, it was their senior night, so it was a lot of people there. So from that game, um, a lot of people started really recognizing who I was. And then, you know, soon after, I got that invite to the, you know, National Basketball Players Association Top 50 camp. So, I mean, yeah, that game, that game really, really set the pace.
0: That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. And, um, you know, did some research on you and like you, uh, during your senior year, you exploded onto the scene, man. Like you, uh, started averaging 15 points per game. Then you jumped into in conference play the 18, no, the 25 points per game. Like what was the 25 points a game? That that's crazy. So what was like what was that turnaround like? What how did that happen or like what like how much did you just start like just felt like you were separating yourself more from the competition as you were going through this?
1: Yeah, most most definitely. Um I think my biggest my biggest thing was that I was realizing that my time was, was coming to an end for college and I knew that, you know, I wanted to change the culture of my of my school and also, you know, of my reputation. I wanted to go out as a winner. I wanted to be known as you know one of the most dominant players in the country, so I make sure that I went out there and I, I proved the point. And yeah. you know, even although we didn't win, I definitely you know think that point was proved.
0: Yeah, you definitely did. I read some articles about you. saw some videos of, about you. You know, your player, your conference player of the week, and like you, um, you obviously were just a, a force to be reckoned with in the in that, in that tournament play. Most
1: definitely.
0: Um, most definitely. So what was it, you know, what's it like going into your senior year and, um, you know, coming up on that last, that last game and knowing that, like, what are your thoughts on your last game of your senior year? It's emotional.
1: But yeah, it was definitely an emotional, emotional ride. But at the end of the day, I just, you know, just thanked all my teammates, thanked all my, my coaches and, and people to help me out because a lot of guys from my city, we don't really get the opportunity to, to be on that platform like that. So. It was. I just looked at it as, as a blessing instead of you know, crying about it and being really sad. You know, <laughs> I knew I just knew the journey wasn't over.
0: Yeah, that, and that, that's true. And uh, you know, and how much hard work have you put into the offseason to pre- prepare yourself? Um, <laughs> man, it,
1: <laughs> man, I, I put in. I put in so much work. It just. I changed my whole game around. Uh, I went from from a guy who who just knew how to dribble to a guy who. Just knew how to shoot to a guy who just knew how to score to a guy who just knew how to play defense. So I really just changed my game into a playmaker and just an all versatile, you know, versatile type of player. Um, I work every day. I put a lot of tra- a lot of work with my trainers, a lot of work, you know, with other professional guys to get me ready for the next level. You know, I, I listen a lot. So it it all just paying dividends, you know. Hard work always pays off.
0: That's yeah, and that's very true, man. And it sounds like you overall just your personality and who you are, you're just a hard worker and a grinder and someone who wants it really bad. It sounds like.
1: Uh, Most definitely. Most definitely. Without hard work, you know, I learned that from my parents on an early age, without hard work, nothing, nothing you want will will be given to you. You got to go
0: take everything. That's, that's, that's very true. And, um, I I gotta ask, what was it like to work out with, uh, Marquise Morris? I saw it on your Instagram.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, Marquise, you know, that's a big brother of mine. That's one of my veterans. Um, you know, he tells me, about what to expect when I get on that level, you know, just keep your head down, you know, keep your nose clean. And, and just, you know, hard work is always going to prevail at the end of the day. So, I mean, it was a, definitely a blessing. He's somebody that I can, you know, I can call on I need to advise him and, and some of my other vets, you know, so it's, it's definitely a blessing.
0: That's, that's so cool, man. That's, that's awesome. And, and, you know, what are your, your plans now going forward? And like, do you have any plans to go professionally or what's going to happen?
1: uh right now it's just training it's, it's back to back to the uh, you know back to the back to the grind at the end of the day like there's not nothing really more I can do other than stay in the gym and stay at it you know until until I get that call whether it's in the G League whether it's an ABA or whether it's you know taking it taking it overseas and then doing the whole process over again next year it's just uh, everyday grind
0: and and you said uh you had mentioned to me there's a you're getting ready for the G League draft. You know exactly when that happens and when that falls.
1: Yeah, the G League draft is October 24th, so oh. next week.
0: Oh wow, that's coming out soon. <laughs> yeah, but <most> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's that's awesome. So we'll uh, you, we'll have to pay attention to that and see you know uh, where you get drafted and how many rounds is it.
1: I I don't really know to be honest. Um, you know I I really let my agent. I really let my agent take care of a take care of a lot of a lot of the good things to be honest. But I mean for me, I, I just, you know, stay focused on what I need to do.
0: Uh, and yeah, and that's that's true. And that's why you have an agent. That makes sense. Um, but you know, that's that's good that you you're working hard, you're you're preparing for this draft and if you know, hopefully it works out for you because obviously you you're a good person. You have a, a lot of drive and hard work to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely hope it
1: does, but if not, you know, I'm overseas and I'm trying to get next year, so <laughs> it doesn't stop. Man.
0: No, no, and basketball never stops, and you you never stop playing, you never stop working hard. Is there a player that you're mm-hmm. trying to model yourself after to be like or want to, like, model their game to be, like, like them a little bit?
1: Uh, To be honest, I get asked that question a lot, to be honest, and, and my answer is always no. I really just want to – focus on me I, I i got a lot of you know my role models and guys that i, I look up to as far as their work ethic but as far as me modeling my game after someone nah, I i want to just focus on what i do best
0: you just, just put be, the ball in the bucket that's right You just <laughs> want to be jared harrington that's all you want to be <laughs> yeah
1: most definitely most definitely
0: that's right hey that's awesome man well i'm excited for you and and the career that you have um it sounds like as you know, just from talking to you, it sounds like you're just a very driven person who has a lot going for them. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any favorite basketball stories that you uh, that you, you want to tell me about or anything like – anything crazy that you, like a game that you – What's that? I think the craziest
1: thing for me – the craziest thing for me is coming from a D3 D three D three guy to, you know, you know, NBA draft boards, radars. Like that, that to me it's just always – I look back at that and I, I just get shell-shocked. Because I mean, you know, nobody was expecting that. You know, the most they were expecting is overseas. But the fact that I even ended up, you know, getting on, you know, draft radars and stuff like that—that's that's just a blessing in itself. So I'm just proud of that. That was my one crazy basketball story that I—I can say a lot of people, and not many people have, you know.
0: Yeah, that's and that's true, Jared. Because a lot of people, a lot of people don't experience that either. They come from a D3 school and they don't really even make it close to the NBA and, uh, you know, or don't even end up on their boards. And for you to end up on their boards and be noticing you, this, that says a huge lot about your athleticism and uh, the type of player that you are.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: Well, man, I'm yeah, I, I am excited for you. I'm going to be watching the draft very closely on October 24th to see where you get drafted and who you go to. Um, and wherever you go i'm going to be your biggest fan, and <laughs> I'm going to buy your jersey i'm going to be jared Her- all Jared Harrington do
1: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that my guy
0: seriously <laughs> of course, man, and you know we have to have you back on after you, you know everything happens
1: Oh, most definitely, always, always yeah you got a lifetime partner than me
0: yeah that's that's great, yeah,' cause, uh you know time that you want to come back on and talk I, you you got me and i'll always make time for you.
1: Most definitely, and I appreciate that. to the foremost,
0: of course, of course. Well, Jared, this was fun. I'm glad that you were able to come on. Um, do you have anything that else that you like to share, or anything? Uh, any questions for me, or anything?
1: Uh, no questions, nothing to share, man. Just, you know, just want to give a shout out to my city, shout out to PG County, shout out to DC, uh, and, and and definitely, you know, stay tuned and follow the journey, man.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna enjoy the journey because uh, uh, I gotta we got to see where you go, and I know good things, great things are in order to come your way. Mm -hmm, Most definitely. All right. All right. Well, Jared, you have a great rest of your day, and uh, I will definitely be in touch. All right. Most definitely. Appreciate you, my guy. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate you, too. All right. All right. That was my interview with Jared Harrington. Great interview. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode as well. Uh, We'll be having another interview on Friday coming up. It'll actually be something different. We're going to have an NFL player. and professional football player on uh, Jawan Harley. Awesome interview with Jawan. Great storyteller. Had a lot of stories to share. It was a lot of fun having him on. It was kind of cool to to hear a different sport. Um, But I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Uh, We'll definitely be talking more basketball as Wednesday night kicks off with most uh, all the NBA playing. So it should be a lot of fun. So we'll definitely pick up from there. But I hope you guys have a great night, and I'll see you